It's a wet, rainy midweek Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Eric Carpenter with you. This is KCVL, KCRK. Well, no rain coming down right now here in the valley, but boy, did we have some hard rain last night. And there's more rain in the forecast. Might even see some thunderstorm activity. We're going to look at that weather forecast a little more. That coming up in just a few minutes. In today's world, with all the convenience of drive through restaurants, fast-paced lifestyles, and distractions everywhere, dining rooms have gone from dining rooms to just rooms. Saunders Furniture is helping bring the family back to the table with the dining room sale going on now. And during the dining room sale, you'll also receive $25 worth of locally raised Jabe's beef with every dining room purchase. Because when we eat together, we grow together. Saunders Furniture, downtown Colville. All right, there's an event coming up this Saturday. It's an annual event, and it is the big annual yard sale. That for the Kettle Falls Library. That gets underway at 9 Saturday morning. Goes till about 2 in the afternoon. They're going to have a lot of things there. A lot of books, of course, and they're going to have furniture, a lot of miscellaneous items. They're going to have even Crandall Coffee on hand. The cake will be there. You are invited. Nine till two o'clock on Saturday, the Kettle Falls Library. Now that's going to be in the community room at the Kettle Falls Library. Also the book nook open on Saturday. The annual yard sale, big event to help raise funds for the Kettle Falls Library. That coming up on Saturday from nine till two o'clock. Stevens County land use attorney Peter Scott, well, he tried to explain some of the secretive actions being taken by the Stevens County commissioners at yesterday's public hearing. This is not the last opportunity to speak. One of the, any of you ever had problems, legal problems before and consult with a lawyer? Would you want to be doing that in a public forum like this? Probably not. One of the most challenging aspects of representing a public entity in a recorded hearing is people want to know what the advice you are giving in legal issues. And I hope you can all understand that there's a reason not to be too detailed about the issues. Having said that, um, the WUI Wildland Urban Interface is not a smokescreen. What I said at the beginning um, is it came up during the regular periodic update of the land use regulations. And it forced a review of the planning regulations. And they were found in need of updating as well. That's what this process is intended to address. The state of Washington adopted international building codes, and a lot of you don't like that. And I, I'll make the point that I wouldn't have been doing this for Stevens County, and I work for Ferry County too, for the past 20 years, if I didn't largely agree with what I've heard. The state of Washington can and has, if you look at the WUI regulation, I can give you the citation if you want it, 1927560, it's in the revised codes of Washington, it adopts portions of the wildland 
urban interface code. The state of Idaho has building codes adopted from the international building codes. The state of Washington has a process for amending the building code. That's what we can do to help. In this public process, we can come up with proposed amendments and move forward them with them. I'm sure I disagree with some of you. I'm sure some of you disagree with me on some of the points that are being made today. What I don't disagree on or with is the need to stand up to the state's continuous process of regulation. Otherwise, I wouldn't have stayed with this. I could have done other things that are a lot closer to home for a lot more money than coming up here and, and defending the county against those. So answering the pointed questions, this really isn't the best forum for your county's attorney to do that. There's plenty of time off the record to have conversations about how we ended up here. For the purpose of public participation, it's gathering these ideas, putting together proposed amendments to the state building code, running them up the pole, and then taking action if we don't like the answers we get. I don't think anybody should make a judgment about what the commissioners are doing in listening today. This is the beginning of a marathon. It's not, it's not the end of a sprint by any means. So hopefully you guys can um, find a way to stay involved, stay engaged. As every, many people have said, it's amazing to have this level of participation. But trying to translate this into a 10-page sheet of paper that a judge is going to read is very hard to do. Having 400 people show up in the courthouse, they understand that very quickly. All right. Well, it was between 450 and 500 people turning out for that midday hearing at the Ag Trade Center at the Colville Fairgrounds. Now, the rest of this week, we're going to be hearing from some of the comments directed at the commissioners by the Stevens County residents. And I think what you are going to hear is Stevens County commissioners... We employ you, and if you roll over to the state, it's time to fire all three of you. We'll be hearing from the people that made comments the rest of this week, but, uh, boy, it was a good thing that uh, the uh, public hearing was held at the Ag Trade Center yesterday instead of uh, today because, well, they didn't unlock the doors until after 1 o'clock for that 1.30 hearing. And because they wouldn't unlock the doors to the Ag Trade Center, of course, we don't want anyone to get in out of the weather ahead of time. They were late starting the hearing because there were so many people that wanted to get into the Ag Trade Center. They had to delay the start of the hearing because they still had a line of 100-plus people outside the doors. Commissioner's got uh, a very clear message of what the people of Stevens County wanted was good to see a lot of people, nearly 500 people turning out to express their opinions.
it's back to school time, and that means it's also time to join the band. Give your student the opportunity to participate in some of the finest music programs in the state right here in our area. Your local House of Music has an easy rent-to-own program with a large selection of quality Yamaha, Khan, Holton, and Armstrong band instruments and accessories. The House of Music also offers full service on all makes and models of musical instruments, so for the best selection and service and an easy rent-to-own program, see the affordable experts at the House of Music and Stereo in beautiful, historic downtown Colville. Get your band instrument ready soon. Call the House of Music at 684-6441 or stop in at 142 South Main in downtown Colville. A big event coming up at the end of the month at Diamond Lake over in Ponderay County. Youth are encouraged to attend. Here's more information about the National Hunting and Fishing Day event. This is going to be held at Camp Cowles. Hi, I'm Stephen Daisy, a hunter education coordinator with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. We get lots of questions at WDFW from members of the public. One we were asked recently is, what's a good way to get my child started or at least interested in fishing and hunting without making a major investment in equipment? You know, that's a great question. We love to see kids outdoors and believe it is important to preserve our hunting and fishing heritage in Washington. We do understand, though, that equipment required for many outdoor activities isn't cheap and kids can grow out of it quickly. But there's a great free way to introduce children to outdoor recreation and to gauge their interest in it. It's to take them to the upcoming National Hunting and Fishing Day event. This event, sponsored by WDFW and the Kalispell Tribe, is a full day of outdoor activities held at Camp Coles on Diamond Lake on Saturday, September 30th. National Hunting and Fishing Day features fishing in the lake for net pin trout and target shooting with WDFW-supplied firearms and archery equipment. The shooting activities are supervised by certified range safety officers, hunter education instructors, and archery instructors. And there are a lot of other activities kids can see and participate in, such as flint napping, see live birds of prey. That's one that I really enjoy. See demonstrations by dogs that can sniff out invasive mussels. Learn about trapping wild animals. Practice casting. Making fish prints and plaster animal tracks to take home. And there's a lot more. There are also many door prizes donated by retailers and participating groups from across the state. And every child that pre-registers will receive a free swag bag of outdoor-related items. The National Hunting and Fishing Day event is free, but we ask that you pre-register your child to ensure there are enough material for all who attend. You can do that by going to our website at wdfw.wa.gov and typing National Hunting and Fishing Day in the search box in the upper right corner. We are looking forward to seeing you there. If you have questions for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov or call 509-563-5495. We'll answer one question per week on the air. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of folks who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you can win a can of bear spray to take with you on your next outdoor adventures. If you have a question for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov or you can call 509-563-5495. 
please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures. Colville Together, a Main Street program, invites you to the 4th, 4th Friday on September 22nd. This is a family-friendly evening that includes vendors along Main and Astor, an art walk from 3 to 5 p.m., kids' crafts at the library from 3.30 to 5 p.m., and a live concert featuring Borderland Blues Band starting at 5 p.m. in Heritage Court. Thank you to the Vincent Fund for sponsoring the live concert. Come join us downtown for good family fun and great shopping. You don't want to miss the last of the summer 4th Friday events in Heritage Court this Friday. See you there philosophically there are a lot of differences between the united states and canada up in trail bc the rcmp was conducting a routine patrol in a marked police vehicle they saw a 65-year-old trail man. He was driving, these are in uh, metric, the kilometers, 110 kilometers per hour in an 80 kilometer per hour speed zone. This right near trail. So the officer stopped the man and his vehicle roadside. The officer found the man was going hunting, and he was in possession of two firearms. The officer checked the man's firearms license and found it had expired. So the officer seized both firearms, and now that 65-year-old may face criminal charges for possessing firearms without a valid license. Well, like the U.S., hunting season is upon us, and the RCMP reminding people in the trail area, and for that matter, all of Canada, that you make sure and check the validity of not only your hunting license, but your possession license ahead of time to avoid such an incident. The RCMP pointing out Owning a firearm is a privilege in Canada and comes with a high level of personal responsibility, which means renewing your possession license with the government. We aren't to that point yet here in the United States, but I just wanted to make sure that you understood the difference. We still do have some freedoms in the United States. They do not have that in Canada. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a leader in the forest products industry, is now offering a free forest health checkup. If you have 10 or more acres of timberland, Vaughan Brothers Lumber can help you determine if your family's forest is healthy and fire resilient. Schedule your free forest evaluation today by calling Vaughan Brothers Lumber at 684-5071. 
Boggan Brothers Lumber, adding value to the forest for people, products, and the environment. J.P. Crawford homered in the ninth. Jared Kilinick hit a pair of RBI singles and supported Castillo's eighth consecutive winning decision, leading the Mariners over the Oakland Athletics 7-2 last night. Castillo has won three straight starts. He's 8-0 over his last 12 starts since July 14th's loss to Detroit. He needs one more win to match his season high that was sent with Cincinnati back in 2019. Seattle, they remain tied with Texas for the American League wildcard berth. And both Texas and the Mariners have closed to within a half game of the American League West leading Houston. Well, the Oakland Athletics, they are 59 games below 500 for the first time since 19. 19- 20. Of course, the Oakland Athletics, they they can't wait to get out of Oakland. They are headed to Las Vegas. It's a 12 noon pregame. Well, it's an 11.30 pregame, actually. Um, the first pitch for the today's Oakland game, it's the wrap-up of the three-game series. First pitch a little after 12.30. So 11.30 pregame, Oakland and Seattle. Then no Mariner game tomorrow, Thursday. Friday, and here's where the rest of the season is so important. Friday marks the start of a three-game series. The Mariners are at Texas. Then they return home finish off the regular season. They will have three games against Houston and then four games against the Texas Rangers. It's quite an end of the season this year. Houston, Texas, and Seattle all within a half game of each other. Who's going to be the champion of the West? Well, we will find out the last regular season game Sunday, October 1st. Colville girls volleyball team, they hosted Riverside last night, Northeast A-League action. Colville defeating Riverside in four games. We had that match here on KCVL. Colville winning the first game, 25-15. They dropped game two to the Rams, 25-18. Uh, the Colville coach, uh, J.C. Naylor, she changed up the lineup, and then Colville won game three, 25-21, and game four, and the match, 25-11. Colville will host Newport Thursday night. That'll be at 6.30. We'll have that on KCVL. Then, of course, on Friday night, over to Newport, the Colville football team will face Newport. We'll have that on KCVL. 
It's a busy week for sports. Don't forget the big Oregon State WSU game coming up on Saturday, 2 o'clock pregame on that. That'll be on KCVL. Hey, before we look at uh, all the weather, it's a really good thing that yesterday the Colville schools, they headed over to uh, Lake Roosevelt with some of the students yesterday and found out all about uh, Lake Roosevelt and the boating activities and how to do water rescues and things like that. Well, it's a good thing they went yesterday. They had a lot better weather yesterday than they would have had today. But it was a good full-day field trip for some of the Colville students over to Lake Roosevelt yesterday. A look at today's local weather forecast is brought to you by Colville Auto Repair, your local Napa Auto Care Center. They provide expertise in everything they do, whether you need routine service, a check engine light diagnosis, or major repair, you can count on them at Colville Auto Repair. They'll do it right. Make your appointment. Call 509-684-3581. Stop in, visit them at 505 South Main. Chance of a few more showers. Might have midday thunderstorms today. Uh, cloudy skies. Uh, by late afternoon, we might see some sunshine. 62 the high today. Now, keep in mind, you might want to cover your plants tonight. Possibility of patchy frost, just depending on where you are. Uh, it's going to clear off, and uh, here in the valley, we're expecting about 34 for an overnight low. And my furnace might come on again <laughs> overnight. Uh, 70, sunshine on Thursday. 37 the low Thursday night, 71 sunshine Friday, 40 overnight Friday. Uh, possibility of a few showers Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Colville Auto Repair, they specialize in Dodge, Ford, Chevrolet, diesel repair and maintenance. Find out all about it. Give them a call, 509-684-3581. Stop in and see them. 505 South Main for Colville auto repair no rain coming down right now here in the valley the winds are calm the barometer steady 30.05 uh, we are starting the uh, midweek wednesday day off at uh, 46 degrees really glad you could join us here on the radio i'm eric carpenter at KCVL KCRK. Now, time for another Otis Advisor. We've already told you about San Francisco, where they'll cut you a check for not shooting people. Well, not to be outdone for stupid, Chicago's upper management has now asked the local gang leaders if they would please cooperate and not shoot people in the daytime. It's scaring the customers, cried Governor Soros. Would you mind just holding off on shooting from 9 in the morning until 9 at night? That's daytime for those of you in Detroit. Then at 9 p.m., hell, get after it. You can get back to work, clock in for a good 12 hours, taking care of whoever needs to be taken care of. Then spend all day on the couch drinking some cold beer. It's the Chicago way. Just promise you'll finish up before 9 in the morning and leave time to clean 
clean up the mess. How's that? They'll still be there tonight. You know where to find them, so it's all good. And the City of Chicago will even send you a free decision guide to help with the best times to shoot people with the least interruption to making America sorry again. So don't tell me you can't find work. Hell, move to Chicago and get days off while you wait for the sun to go down. Get paid not to shoot people. That's Bidenomics at work in the new America. This your Uncle Otis and my pronouns are 22 caliber, 38 caliber, and 45 caliber. That one's plural. I'll see you at the Peace March.